Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Happy Halloween from So I Married a Movie Geek. It's Chrissy McQueen with Justin Winters, and we're here to regale you with one more Halloween episode before November comes. Justin? What's up? You talked me into two more scary movies. I did. What were you thinking? I was thinking fun times, (laughs) which is what we had. So, great success. Well, I mean, fun times is relative. Depends on which movie we're speaking of. So we saw Jason X. Both, I'm speaking of both movies. Oh, okay then. And Event Horizon. Jason 10. Jason X. Is it really like, because you always said Jason X colloquially to me. So I'm like, <laughs> is it 10 or is it X or both? I think it's both. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like X because it's space somehow. Or it's like um, pornographic Jason movie. <laughs> Bow, chicka, bow, bow. But it wasn't good enough to warrant the extra two X's of triple X. So it's like, Jason, eh, one X. Yeah, just, you know, some language, some sexual situations with Voorhees. So I'm such a, a horror neophyte, uh, particularly when it comes to the Jason movies, that I have to even ask, how many movies, well, obviously, I know how many preceded it, but how many came after X? Um... See, I'm not as big of a Jason fan as I am, like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think after this one, there were two more. Okay. Wait. One, two. Yes. So after this one, there was Freddy versus Jason, I think. I love that you just counted, by the way. One, and two. like I said, I, and then <laughs> after that, they rebooted with like a new Friday the 13th. Okay. And just. And what? Just to, just to like tap your genius here for a second. <laughs> I have no genius. Help me out. So after this movie, and we'll get into the spoilers and the plot in a second, just let me know this. Was it like a chronological sequel? It wasn't like a prequel, was it? That came after this. Freddy versus Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just... A, Does that count? It was... No. 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 I don't even know, like... Excuse me. Uh, we're drinking everyone it's Halloween man I mean yeah well we Guys, drink anyway we've but. had a long Halloween weekend <laughs> it's been a long day when you have kids Halloween is a long effing weekend can it's, we just put that out there it's not even ha- Halloween's on Monday so it's like oh yeah it's this not is over. Sunday by the way it's we're, we're filming this filming. we're taping this a day early and it's not over so this this year we were uh, my daughter who's four was like wanting to be the Little Mermaid as a family and we're like Okay. okay. Well, it's, originally we said we are all going to be Disney princesses, including you and our son Camden. I was up for that too. I was like, whatever, whatever works, <laughs> whatever makes you know, whatever minimizes the meltdowns. I'll do. Fast forward to Brooklyn and I. Uh, she's four, by the way, shopping in Costco by ourselves, and it was September, and I'm never ahead of the game on anything. I'm always behind, and they had a ton of costumes, and she was like, oh, look at that, Little Mermaid. That's what I want to be, and we were like, oh, all right, I guess, you know, it's early, and you have your pick, so we'll do it, 
And then so we assigned roles to everybody in the family, but poor Camden, poor, poor Camden. Camden had a costume snafu. Yeah, he was supposed to be Sebastian and Amazon sent the wrong size. So fuck you, Amazon. We were uh, so I was King Triton. Uh, Chrissy was Ursula. Uh, our daughter was Little Mermaid, and our son was Batman. Batman. <laughs> it, it was Batman v the Little Mermaid, Dawn of Justice. I mean, it could have been better than the movie we saw, which had Batman and Superman, Dawn of Justice. So, just saying. But yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And then Chrissy got sexually harassed at Walmart today. Oh my God, I did. First of all, what the hell was I doing in Walmart? Because Walmart. Sometimes you need fruit. I mean, I guess so, but Target was too far. So so I ended up at Walmart. And by the way, did you know that Walmart locks up all of their um, cosmetics, including skincare and lotion? I think it's easier to get to some cigarettes than it is to facial moisturizer, apparently. No shit. I mean, like, I could have probably gone up and gotten a gun faster than it took me to get Garnier. So, there it was. What is it? Is there, like, an underground, like, market for lo- fine... Baby cream, fine yes. lotion. Like, some of them are, like, mid-range lotions. Oh, no, that's what I meant. I, like, I wasn't kidding. I actually waited for Garnier. That's not a joke. No, I understand. No, I'm that's trying mid-range. trying to, like, dig deep into what's going on here. You will wait for somebody to unlock your seat of fill. Do you hear me? Anyway, the dude that unlocked the, the lotion drawer. Who's easily 30 years older than me, by the way. He was looking for some Halloween, you know, <laughs> companion, I guess. I don't know, I don't man. know what he was doing. So, I... Justin and I uh, want both the kids to be able to sit in carts. So we take two carts into the store. Justin's kind of going around with Camden. And I, I have Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn likes to say hi to everybody. So she, as we're going through that, she's just like, hi, hi. And of course, sometimes Brooklyn says hi to the wrong people. One of them was named Philip, and he was a Walmart associate. Lotion man. Lotion man, as he is here to forth known. Uh, so she's like, hi, hi to the lotion man and he's like well hi little girl and you're so pretty and oh wow look at your eyes and how about this lotion and my name is philip and let me know if you need anything and i'm a sucker for politeness he's like with that guy at the the lotion kiosk at the mall where you're like it's right smack dab in the middle and you like try to maneuver around but this guy wants to like give you some lotion to try on your hands because he's got a Fulfill some sales. To his credit, I found him more pleasant than the kiosk man at the mall. Like, he, I, w- I said, I was like, oh, I don't know what I want. And he was like, no problem. Like, let me know when you want me. And he, like, left. In fact, I had to flag him down. So I thought he was just like a nice, kind of overly polite senior gentleman. And then, sure enough, he's helping us. And Brooklyn wants to chase him down two more aisles. And she's like, hey, I need to tell him that I'm Ariel. He needs to know. So she chases him down to tell him that she's Ariel. He gives her a big high five, comments again about how pretty she is, and then leans into me and says, your eyes are driving me crazy. And I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) He says, your eyes are driving me crazy. She puts the lotion on the skin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then I, I think I was like, what, what for a second and then he goes i just saw your ring otherwise i was going to invite you to lunch i have to go take my break now it's 15 minutes but please don't leave without letting me say goodbye and then he like looks at brooklyn and he goes don't leave without coming to get me so i can give you a big hug she just looks at him and then he goes do you want to get a hug now or later so i wasn't there and then you come <laughs> and tell me this and i'm just like let's go <laughs> 
let's go. This is the kind of guy that has, uh, you know, a list on his wall. That he, right. Like, marks off if you anger him. Thank God. Brooklyn just looks at him and goes, um, later. And then thus began the next two hours of me detailing to her what a stranger is. And that even if you say your name, you can't go with them. Anyway, so. it's been pretty exhausting. It's weekend. been our weekend. And in the midst of it, we watched these movies. <laughs> and Horror movies. The more you know. Jason X. Jason X. So Jason X came out in 2001. Oh. It's the 10th Jason Voorhees movie. Like you said, the IMDb logline is Jason Voorhees returns with a new look, a new machete, and his same murderous attitude as he is awakened on a spaceship in the 25th century. I don't know if you could call an attitude murderous. I feel like you're either a murderer or you have an attitude, but a murderous attitude? I'm not sure if that's a thing. Well, he's a little overzealous in some of his uh, ways he, he chooses to murder people in this movie. I have questions. I'm sure you do. Go ahead. So you just said the way he chooses to murder people. I don't remember. I'm sure I've seen, but I just can't remember how he murders people in other movies. Is it like above and beyond in this movie? Because there are several kills that I'm like, so wait a minute. It's effortless in this movie. Yes. So that's okay. So do you mean, let me, you go first. You go first. Just like, give me in 30 seconds what you thought about the movie. Uh, Okay. First time. I was entertained more by the kills than anything else. The plot was like... (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Yeah. I don't know. The the, the plot was held together by a loosely needled thread that I probably needled myself because I can't knit. And so there you go or so. So it's like somebody who can't sew a needle going like... And there's the plot. And then there are kills throughout. And so the kills were creative and interesting to me. But I was very... Are you trying to like make sense out of any of this? I always try to make sense out of it, which is to my own deficit because I can never make He's sense out of space, some of these movies. He's in space, Chrissy. What else do you need? He is in space. Well, apparently it's the 25th Jason century. Jason goes to space. It's, tw- it's not just space. It's like the 25th century and things are different even though everybody looks like it's 1999. And I just, I don't know. I There were so many moments where I was just like, well, wait a minute. Why or how or how come? And that was to, again, my de- my deficit. When I accepted a kill at face value, like for instance, when one of the women gets it from a liquid nitrogen drowning oh. to the face. Oh, we'll get there, Chrissy. And then gets it smashed. Oh, we'll get there. That was good. We'll get there. The rest of it, I don't know. What do you think I like? What do you think I think about this movie? I think you love it because it's a good, bad movie. I love it because it's a good, good movie. How <gasps> dare you? Shut up. No, it's not. It's not a good, good movie. It's a good, good movie. Why is it a good, good movie? It's a very good movie. You're a liar. This movie's awesome. What are you doing? I'm calling you a liar. Don't look at my eyes that way. You're a liar. I'm not a liar. I love this movie. Dirty liar. Chrissy, you know me. Number one, (laughs) I love my favorite movie. Uh, My favorite uh, (laughs) edges for a movie is, is Bonkers. And Jason X, Jason 10, is like... A bonkers casserole, basically. It's right. bar- like just like explosive bonkers. Good all bad the time. movie, huh? Good bad movie. Why can't it just be a good good movie? Well, what makes it a good good movie? Like, there's different kinds of good. Like, you know, uh, you know, uh, like Razzy good. <laughs> no, like what? What is the movie trying to accomplish? You know, if kill it's, a if lot it, of people in ninety one. Trying minutes. to be like a you know a stupid crazy. Uh, twist on a uh, horror horror series that's been you know in double digits already. 
I think he succeeds at that. And I'm like, okay, it's a good version of that. I feel like it's like a horror movie meets <laughs> Starship Troopers. And I love Starship Troopers. I know you do. But you know what I also <laughs> love, Chrissy? And you should know this. Space. Yeah, I love space too. Space. But this was not The Martian. No, it wasn't. No. I love that movie too. Right. You know why? Why? Space. <laughs> also, Matt Damon. Also, Matt Damon. No. But that was a I, good movie. I... I am a huge proponent of space. If you want to take any movie and then add space to it, I I am on board. Do you think that this movie <laughs> took itself seriously? I like Prometheus, for God's sake. I, I, I like defend Prometheus. that movie to this day. I can't. <laughs> I like Critters in Space. I like Hellraiser in Space. I like... Hellraiser went to space? Hellraiser went to space. Oh, boy. So, I remember as a kid when I heard... I was probably on Fangoria, but like I saw the pictures before the moon. And I'm like... Chase is going to space. Oh, my God. You remember, I was the kid that wanted to be an astronaut for three years until someone told me that there was a height restriction for astronauts. And I was like, what the fuck? For those like, who don't know, Justin is gratuitously tall. He's like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, I was like, why Like, why do you have to make me cry like that? Like, you just ruined my dreams. Did you go to because, space camp? Were you one huh? of those? Did you go to space camp? No. This was like, I was like thinking about going to space camp. It's probably my dad. My dad's like, by the way, son, <laughs> you can't go to space. You know, you're too t- you're you're you're, t- you're going to be too tall. And like, I don't want to be an astronaut on the ground talking to people in space. I want to be in fucking space. What if your parents though secretly sat one day and said, "Okay, how do we break it to Justin that he's never going to be able to go to space?" <laughs> Like, he thinks he's going. We have to figure out a way. Well, you know, as soon as I had Prodigy, I was, like, looking that shit up. I was like, I don't believe you. The the the, <laughs> the Olympic flame is still alive in my mind. That Wait, someday did you actually have Prodigy? Huh? Did you actually have Prodigy? Did I? Did you? I did. I can't remember. I definitely had AOL. Everyone had AOL. Maybe I had Prodigy, too. I don't know. But, like okay. I said, it's the truth. I think it's 6'4". Is the height height the height cutoff? You definitely which makes sense. taller than that. Like, well, you know, I guess because they you, built it a certain way, so like you can't get in those doors and stuff like that. You don't want to be like you know, Gandalf the astronaut in you know, <laughs> Hobbit space shuttle. Like, just go, guys. I'm having I'm having a little trouble flying through these corridors. Donk. I'll catch up with you. Ow. Donk. <laughs> Donk. I would I would be shit out of luck if Jason like landed on our ju- space shuttle. You read my mind. I was just I was thinking like, you're like no, one of the go easiest for the, skills. the smaller person that's more <laughs> agile, not me who's like bonking his head everywhere. Maybe you could use your limbs as one of the weapons if you're floating. If you, I mean, this space shuttle had gravity, but if you were in one that didn't, you could be like, ow, oh wait, your leg, ow, it's so long, it kicks you across the room. <laughs> so the big thing is. Uh, for this movie is Jason's in space. Yeah, that's the big thing. Like, number one is like, <laughs> why is he in space? How does he get to space? And once he's there, like, how do you get rid of him? Well, it has to do with cryogenic freezing and perhaps global warming and a separate planet called Earth 2. Yeah, like the first, like, what was it, like 10 minutes? I was like, they're really trying, to, they're really stretching it to get him to space. Yes. Like, I always love when there's, like, this really super bad guy who's, like, a supreme killer, and all of a sudden he's, like, hanging from, like, a couple, like, uh, like, Oshkosh bagosh chains from the ceiling. Like, Overalls? <laughs> no. 
I was more like kitty size, I guess. I went with a more... Uh, <laughs> wow, Oshkosh, you've sunk to a new low. Junior junior sized uh, shackles. Okay. Like, oh, he's asleep. Oshkosh, make girl overalls and this shackles. This is the murderous Jason Voorhees. He's asleep. Well, the movie before this, he went to hell, and uh, all of a sudden, he's in like this random warehouse. I'm, it's like, I just can't he, keep wait, up he, with this. this. He, went, he went to hell in the last movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you do? Like, after you go to hell, there's only one place to go. It's a space. Well, I mean, let's talk about our second movie, and then we'll <laughs> go there in a minute. But- uh, okay, so it makes so much more sense when you tell me that the predecessor to this movie is that he went to hell because this whole time I'm like, where the hell are they going from here? Oh, that's like, the thing. Chrissy's only seen, I don't even think you saw the first one. I don't think I did either. I think we saw the one with Corey Feldman uh, way, way back in the day. Sure. Basically, this is one. Of, so there's been like 12 fr- you know, movies with, with Jason Voorhees. This is definitely in my top five. What? Yeah, a lot of them just kind of run together because they're just like, oh, they're he's back at Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, you know, okay. Like they threw Corey <laughs> Feldman at him, like this psychic girl. They sent him to hell, and I'm like, okay, space. That's different. You know, I used to like space too. <laughs> so you're within the 19 percent crowd of the Rotten Tomatoes website that says yes. Well, this as, movie, as we established when uh, senior editor of Rotten Tomatoes, Gray Drake, was on the show. Rotten Tomatoes can, you know, be wrong sometimes. True, because it's by committee, I'm sure. Whatever. You know, I I like a, I like a lot of movies that people hate, so there's no shame in that game. I didn't say there was, but I was just illustrating. I'm that sorry that you don't recognize its greatness, other Ooh, people. Justin, taking a stand for Jason would you, X. Would you rather him stay at Crystal Lake, you know, at the, the camp? I like, don't know what Crystal Lake is. He has to expand it. What? What's Crystal Lake? It's the like um, the summer camp where right he that's Murders like people. his main stopping ground. Gotcha. No, don't okay. remember that. Kind no. of vaguely, vaguely. I remember there being a lake and murdering. It's kind of about it. <laughs> and a mask. Speaking of, can we talk about his mask for a minute? Yes. So at one point during Jason X slash Ted, uh, there is a. I can't call it a surgical procedure, but like basically one of the people on nanobots. There you go. Talking about nanobots, Chrissy. Oh, okay. Nanobots. One, one of the people on board the spaceship uh, basically surgically removes Jason's mask from his face and reveals a very grotesque looking. Oh, you're specimen. just talking about his reveal? Yeah. Oh. Here, Is I it all about looks with you, Chrissy? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about when he got. It's exploded, and then he got like a makeover. I'll get there. <laughs> I'll get there. There's so there's too much ground like to cover. One of those Today Show makeovers <laughs> shows up. And wait, who are we going to pick today? I know you in the hockey mask. I'm sorry, I didn't brush my hair today. Oh boy. So they do this reveal, and it's a really grotesque face underneath. And having not watched the earlier movies, I have to ask: Was this the first time in all the movies that they had revealed his face underneath the mask? No. Okay. I mean, every other movie, they like reveal his face, and it always looks different. That was going to be my next point. Okay, because assuming that, the, that that was the case, I was like, "This doesn't even look." That's like- not Jason. No, it doesn't even look like like a like a human face. And so later on, when when he's wearing the mask again and going on his little old killing spree, the eyes look absolutely nothing like they looked when when this woman did this reveal. It was like, oh, 
right like this. and i found the whole thing just very confusing i was like well wait a minute i don't get it was this like as a result of the cryogenics are we just supposed to believe that i have a problem when i try to figure things out too much oh <laughs> this movie is ridiculous but i also like to to think think just like i read into it too much just like you i'm just like okay so he gets into space and then they just put him on this like random table in the mm-hmm. middle of the spaceship and they're just like all like all of a sudden people come out and they're like oh you know who jason is the murderous killer blah, you blah, know blah. the like, infamous one from like 500 years ago and they like point is like six inches away from my finger right here he's, <laughs> you know there's no way he's gonna wake up never 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 he's brain dead definitely brain dead i mean one guy they were just like <laughs> they're like haul, hauling him onto the ship He's a block of ice. This movie, by the way, is like a really fucked up version of Encino Man, basically. Like these <laughs> students, they just like wind up on Earth One and they're like, hey, man, like what is this block? What is this cryogenic chamber? Should we open it? Yeah. And then they find this block of ice. They're like, oh, my God, it's a caveman. Let's let's dry him out. Quick Question about cryogenics. But in Encino Man, they had like lots of fun hijinks and stuff, but this <laughs> he murders everyone. Well, I mean, so. I guess it depends on which side of the table you're on in this one. Some yeah. of it might be fun. Oh, but wait, real quick. Have you ever considered, if it were offered to you, whether you would be cryogenically frozen to save yourself? If it was offered to me? Yes. Like, like for oh, free? you have a disease. You could be cryogenically frozen and wake up like whenever we find a cure. Like for free? I mean, yeah. But in the meantime, everybody you know and love will die, and you won't get to say goodbye to them or see them ever again. Later, but later, guys. <laughs> Good no, to like, know. No, like if I'm like, if I'm like, die, like on the verge of death, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna f- put you on ice for free, and if we work this shit out between now and then, we're gonna heat you back up, and it's gonna be, you know, hopefully fun time." <laughs> Hopefully, I'm sure that that's how the scientists talk about it too. Like, hey man, like we're gonna do this. Hopefully, fun times. Hopefully, High five. Hopefully, you won't murder like everyone on like the spaceship when we decide to, you know, bring you back. I'm torn. On one hand, I think I would. On the other hand, I'm like, man, to think that I would never see my friends or loved ones ever again. Well, you're not gonna do that e- anyway. If you're dead, you're dead. Right. So you're like, but you can say goodbye. E- of course you're going to say goodbye. But you're saying that you wouldn't want to be cryogenically frozen because you would know that everyone you know would be dead? I unless just, unless they also are cryogenically I frozen. I mean, I guess. I just like, I can't imagine like looking like at our kids and being like, okay, kids, mommy's going to go in the freezer <laughs> and I will never see you again. But guess what? Long after you're dead, I'm going to wake up and get to live I love you. Mommy means it. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Well, that's that's very, that's probably very terrifying to a small child. Because, see, I don't know <laughs> if you would give that to kind of speech. You're right. You know what I would say instead? Mommy's yep. going to take a very deep, deep, cold sleep for a little while. Kids, have you seen Jason X? <laughs> <laughs> Ask your daddy to rent it for you. Go to the old blockbuster. So he went to hell first, <laughs> and then he went to space. Does it make sense? No. No. Is it still amazing? Yes. And then they're going to have so many questions. They'll see and go, Daddy, does this mean we're going to meet Mommy on a spaceship and she's going to murder everyone? Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Something about the cryogenics makes you want to murder. It's going to be like one of those um, um, uh, escape experiences. Right? Okay. I have a Jason question for you now. Escaper. Your long, your long dead mom has been resurrected and now she's going to try to murder you on a spaceship. Go. Go. Okay, wait. Answer here's, my... here's some codes and some keys. Try to, you know, I, I, I would escape, love that escape happen. room. But uh, help me out with this. Yep. Does Jason normally have like superhuman powers? Obviously, he can regenerate, which is interesting. Yeah. He's but... got like a supernatural bent to him. Just like all the, you know, just okay. like Michael Myers did. No, he's some ra- he's some random like regular dude that gets like <laughs> shot the hell up, exploded. You know, I wasn't talking about his um, regeneration powers. I was talking about just how strong he is and how he's able like to murder somebody basically by smashing their face in a keyboard. Like that's enough to yeah, murder he's somebody. Super strong. That was my question. Yeah, he's super strong. Okay, he, he's so- not like the glass Joe of slasher killers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, know why. You like tap him. He's like, ow. For absolutely no reason. But that made me think of Meet Joe Black. And I was like, he's the Meet Joe Black of <laughs> Last show for Mike Tyson's Punch Out. No? Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you not play Mike Tyson's Punch Out? No. Oh, God. Sorry. I fail. Um. All right. So let's get to that. So this movie has one of the best kills in any slasher film ever. And I, I think it's- In your opinion- I was waiting for it because it was the one moment I know that Chrissy audibly gasped. She's like, what? 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 Remind me. You already talked about it. The cryogenic oh, uh, facial. The face. That was pretty amazing. So when I'm like working in a lab, um, you know, and I, I don't even have like a, a murderer anywhere near me. Yeah. I would be scared about keeping my uh, liquid nitrogen in like a sink all free willy nilly like that. Yeah, it didn't seem like they were taking. And much I would suggest you who like trips and falls a <laughs> oh, lot. Oh, I froze my face. <laughs> but yeah, what did you think of that scene? That was probably the best kill in the whole movie for me. Oh, it definitely is. Okay, this but in this movie and like other movies. And it's just like almost, and not to say it's a throwaway, because it's not, it has its moment, but it's not drawn out at all. Oh, it's really quick. Yeah. I think that's what makes it really good. It happens in like 30 seconds, and you're like, what the (laughs) fuck just happened? So one minute she is fighting him off, next minute he's dunking her head in what I, as the viewer, assumed was water, but then when it freezed so quickly, I was like, what the fuck is that? And then he brought her up and smashed her face into the nearest table, which basically it disintegrated into a bunch of almost glass-like particles. Yeah, like like Smucker's Jam ice thing. Like, it's really gross and great. It's pretty amazing. And you know, so Mythbusters, the show, oh. actually did a segment on this. No, it did not. Yeah, I love like, Mythbusters. They're like, would it really like explode into a million pieces like this? And they basically, number one, they murdered someone because because you know, I mean, realism. They have to use a real, you know, uh, a head. They got to make it as close as possible. Jamie is a G. I'm telling you. It was, but it was the B crew. It was even the what? main guys. They're like, hey, B crew, take this Jason X, you know, <laughs> head smashing reenactment. And they basically found out that uh, you, her head was only in like the liquid nitrogen for like five seconds mm-hmm. and it wouldn't, it wouldn't freeze like your whole head like that so much that it could be just shattered like that. Maybe it would like freeze like the, your, your nose and then you would punch your, 
just like deflate your nose in or something. They're really good at this. So th- did they take it a step further and establish like how long it would take for you to freeze in the liquid nitrogen? Way longer than five seconds. I can't remember exactly, but it was way longer than five seconds. Like five minutes. Or something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was so, very scientific. Of course it was because it's Mythbusters. But that, th- Great show. If you had to pick like one, there's a lot of fine acting in this in this movie <laughs> clearly but i think that one the girl that this happened to i was like oh, what was her you name know. with an a um augustine her real name or her? yeah no no the character i don't know she had some kind of weird adrian like what was she like a tank top with they like... all wear crop tops did you not notice that they were all wearing crop tops i don't think they were properly dressed for a space mission. I don't know where Elizabeth like Berkeley was. Was she busy that day? Could she not work on this movie? Because I feel like she was showgirls in space. Um, right. Oh my God. Showgirls in space. I don't know why that didn't happen. It can still happen. Chrissy. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> showgirls in space. Get on that. Justin. Watch the hell out of that. Well, how about you make it? Oh, I'm, I'm leaving the podcast now. <laughs> Here I go. This, this is the sound of me leaving. Go make it happen. Um. So the budget on this movie, eleven million. Holy shit! It opened on the sixteenth anniversary of Chernobyl in two thousand two. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. And Chernobyl. Uh, total gross was twelve million. So. <laughs> it, so it broke even. Well, just like the budget, like tiniest bit of profit, sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody got points on that movie. So yeah. So there's that that kill of the liquid nitrogen face thing. Yes. Um, there's the guy who Jason like pushes onto this large screw like apparatus, mm-hmm. you know, and his body just goes, bloop, yeah, bloop, right around. Bloop. Yeah. And the girl's like, he's, he's, he screwed basically. So that's two. I think that's one of the big reasons I like this movie, you know, a lot more than the other ones is number one is in space, but number two, I think a lot of the kills are very inventive and and memorable so. minus the one where he just like breaks some guys back by hoisting him for a well, second that guy's like the worst that guy like that's the guy that got his arm cut off just like yeah. off the start from yeah. a, a statue basically with a machete that oh fell on no him. heal my arm because i'm a jerk and then in like the several versions of virtual reality in this fucking movie he he dies in the virtual reality game gets cut midsection and then he w- that they, was a great they, scene, by the way. They come out of virtual reality. He's like, oh, oh no. And then he breaks his back. I'm That's like, a great scene, by the way, because they're basically like fucking heckling Jason in the context of the game, not realizing that he's real. And I wondered from Jason's perspective if he knew he was in a game and just like waiting for the game to stop to be able to actually kill them or if he would have operated theoretically in a vacuum of the game see, forever if they would have let him. He's been, he's, he's, uh, you know, uh, Encino Man Jason, he's been frozen for over 455 years. I don't think he knew he was in a virtual reality game. <laughs> I mean, later they put him in like a fake virtual reality game at Crystal Lake with the two girls who are like, you know, we're topless. Let's smoke pot and have, you know, consensual sex or whatever they say. Consensual and then, sex. That's what they say. And then they jump, they jump into the, uh, the, uh, or the sleeping bags and then he, you know, bashes them together with a sleeping bag, Ooh. which is, uh, Ouch. Harkens back to an earlier Friday the 13th. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it would suck. I'm cringing, by the way. I'm like, ooh. No, don't like that? No. No? Doesn't that sound fun? What else? So, what else did you like about this movie? Hate about this movie? I want to talk about how he became a cyborg. Uber Jason? Yes. Would you 
What the hell happened? Did you there? take a ride with Uber, Jason? I know you. <laughs> Hi, you really need to Uber. get to the airport. Um, I do need to get to the airport on Tuesday, and I'm you not going to really, take a ride you with really needs... Uber, Jason. <laughs> You're looking. It's a minute away, and his his face pops up with his <laughs> like, the mask. pseudo like pimped up face mask thing. Nope, all the, the beady, nope. The beady obsessive eyes. He's like. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I don't th- he'd be like Toons is the cat who could drive going over the cliff with me. <laughs> or maybe he would just be like, just intent as he is in these movies to murder someone. Yeah. Maybe he could transform that intent into getting you to the airport on time. That would be an amazing thing to channel. Like he's like a reformed murderer and he's like, now I channel all my aggression into getting my Uber people. Like if you hit some heavy traffic, he just gets out and like murders everyone in front of you and then like (laughs) drives around them. Then I might ride in his Uber. I tip him really well if that were the circumstance. So, so talk to me, Justin, explain this to me. I need to be Justin explained how he becomes a cyborg. <laughs> I'm laughing as I even say it because it's so ridiculous. We were talking about this earlier. Nanobots. Because he get on the nanobot train. So explain it to me so though. This because... was like in 2001, right? Yes. There's been 15 plus years of nanobot technology. Clearly. Like nanobots are going to be the future of the world. I don't know anything about nanobots. They look like digital spiders that, you know. They do basically fix fix your body for you and right. make you into super like you're Not already ter- you're yeah. already superhuman but now you're like decked out like now you're the terminator super terminator jason Voorhees. that's what i thought of by the way the terminator i was like so wait are they just like cribbing who off really terminator wants to now? get you in the airport on time <laughs> like first of all with his regenerative tissue even though he had like a trillion um, injuries yeah. from the last beatdown. Yeah, I love the, the like whatever that. Uh, I mean, this movie was basically aliens, but instead of alien, it was a uh, you know Jason Voorhees. But the uh, the android woman who turns into like you know super ninja fighting sure. android. Anyway, she beats the shit out of Jason, explodes him up. And he lands on the like the the nanobot technology table of all things. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And again, hearkening back to the fact that they just like let him like free willy hang out on this table earlier. They're just like, oh, you know, just like he'll just chill in there. They're like, there's so there's so many rooms in the spaceship. Like we just let him his carcass lay in there for a while. I don't understand. In the nanobot room. In the nanobot room, where they will repair him back to Terminator health. Yeah. Not only repair him, but like soup him up, like yeah, big time. Accessorize him. Two point <laughs> So then, when he came back in the eleventh, America's Next Top Jason was was Freddy versus Jason the eleventh movie. Was what was Freddy versus Jason the eleventh movie? Was uh, the eleventh movie that uh, yeah that Jason was in yeah. Okay, then never mind because I was going to ask when he came back. Did he come back as a cyborg? No. There was no continuity at all. I don't understand. I need continuity. Well, that's funny. Um, while we're talking about that, one of the funniest things in IMDb trivia for this movie is they're talking about the development process for the movie. So basically, they knew that like Freddy versus Jason was coming down the pike. Like it was in development, and I guess they wanted to make something else to like fill the time. And they're like, oh, you know, let's think about it. Where could Jason be? And apparently, in the trivia part, it says uh, they kicked around any scenario they could think of. Typically, Jason in insert Blake, the hood, yes, snow, Jason, yes, underwater. Um, 
So underwater, the Arctic, in LA fighting gangs. That cool. says that. On a safari. No. With Brian Fellow. <laughs> with who? Brian Fellow. I'm Brian Fellow. I'm Brian Fellow with my guest Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Jason stole my credit card. <laughs> they even consider something involving <laughs> the NASCAR circuit. Oh boy. Could you I can see only that? Imagine. No? No. Amateur Jason on the circuit. He's got a bit of a hothead, but he's great behind the wheel. You thought his car blew up last week, but guess what? He's alive, Days bitches. Days of Voorhees. Days of Voorhees. Uh, so anyway, they went with Jason Jason in space. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> That's what they did. Uh they they were they said little, they were scared of doing this, but they thought it could be a fun to do a mashup of Ridley Scott's Alien and James Cameron's Aliens. Um, yeah, whatever. And, and so the rest is history. <laughs> hey, school me. What does Leonard Malton have to say about this movie? Oh my God, Chrissy. Let's turn we, to our malts. We love the malts. Movie guy. But you have to listen to this. I just read this like. Right before we started, and I, was, I could not believe it. He says, so Maltz, Leonard Maltz says, one and a half stars. He says, in this, the 10th Friday the 13th installment, um, cryogenically frozen Jason and a sexy scientist are thawed while on board a space, spacecraft in the year 2455. Thanks. We, okay, we get that. You can guess what happens next. No, we can't, Leonard. <laughs> we can't. Like, what? What, you, what does that even mean? You can I've guess what happens next. I'm with you. I'm not sure what happens next. <laughs> but he says, uh, for dedicated slasher fans only, David Cronenberg appears briefly at doc- as Dr. Wimmer. Chrissy doesn't know this, but David Cronenberg, famous uh, director, plays the scientist uh, at the beginning of the movie that's like, um, I, know, I know that Jason's been... Froze or like uh, the guy who wants a payday. Yeah, he's like he's like. Do you do you know how much a Jason gets on the black market? This would be huge for us. Who's buying him on the black market? That's what I want to know. I, no, like he was all shady with his scientist glasses. Yeah, I and then, who anyway, he, he got murdered. Okay, but listen, this is the last line of Leonard Moulton. He says, "Not to be confused with Malcolm X." <sighs> <laughs> Is you that know, a joke? You know, is that, is that a bad joke? Very often, or I'm does, confused. Or do people really get Jason X confused with Malcolm X? I cannot imagine. Can you? What if it was Malcolm X like on the spaceship? He's like, you know. Oh my god! I just can't I imagine. Can't, anyway, that's an actual review. <laughs> Thank you for that, Maltz. Oh, man. you're the Maltz. One and a half stars. Um. So, anything else that jumped out at you? So. Like I said, I think this is one of the the better ones. Uh, it's not like it's not a good good movie. I was trying to like <laughs> you were trying to steer me. Trying to steer you. It's a good mad movie. Okay. It's entertaining throughout. You can. I mean, I agree. It has, has really its good value. kills. Um, it's you know, it tries to do different things in space. Can I just tell you? It tries like, to do more different things than the other movie we watch does. You know. Yes, it's a good bad movie. However. This is one of those movies that instantly after recording this podcast, I will forget that I've ever seen and that I will listen to a year from now and be like, oh, yeah. That's every single movie we watch. Not true. It is. No, it's not. You remember that he was in space, right? That's all I will remember. Okay. And that you, you know, were entertained by it enough not to fall asleep. 
okay. Well, I mean, do you remember what happened at the end of this movie? No. You don't? Did you fall asleep? I did. Are you serious? <laughs> Doesn't he get like deposited back into that lake where everything all began? Yeah, but you don't remember how? No. <laughs> Poor Justin's ready to kill me. He's ready to, to Jason so Voorhees me. One dude, you like think he was like the the um the wily coyote of the bunch. You're like you thought he was dead, yeah. and then he wasn't dead, and then all of a sudden he's in this like red like Iron Man like space suit. Okay. And uh, he like saves everyone by like basically torpedo himself like as a rocket ship towards Jason into the uh, like the outer um, Earth two. He takes him like into Earth two and like on entry they like burn up. Okay, he dies. He basically just does a kamikaze suicide mission to get onto Earth two to get yeah to get Jason away from the the ship to Earth two. But then they're like, oh, you know his. His master lands in the lake. <laughs> of Earth one or Earth two? He went to hell two. Okay. He was on Earth one. That's right. where they got him from. Right. But, but then, you know, it became like a, a morality play in the middle. It was like, you know, we we used up all its resources. Right, and, I know. And that's when we looked at each other like, oh my God, this is our <laughs> This is our future. This is our future. We're going to see it happen. Jason's coming after us. It's like if Wally had Jason. If Wally did have Jason. Oh my God. Can you imagine that movie? Wally plus Jason. Wally! Eve, Jason! That's ridiculous, Chrissy. It's pretty good. Like I thought Jason X was ridiculous. Enough. It's not far off. Why would you do that to Wally, number one? Well, why would we do He's that to Wally? He's a loving anything? robot. <laughs> he, t- he, t- he found himself a girl at the end of his movie. Well, I mean, who's the protagonist? In the sequel, he doesn't want to be terrorized by murderous Jason. No, he doesn't. Especially if it's Uber Jason. But shit happens. Cold blood. <laughs> Why would you do that? Anyway, uh, so what would be your, before we get some trivia, what would be your final grade for Jason X? I can't oh. believe you, we're going to have to watch the ending again. Oh, no. It is ridiculous. Anybody who, who can go on YouTube, go and watch the ending and be reminded of like, there was like this weird score to the ending. It's like, it's like very upbeat. You're like, I do remember the triumphant finish. It's funny you say that, but I remember being woken up by the music going, is it a parade? A parade. Um, C minus D plus. C minus D plus. I'd probably be around there. Yeah. Okay. C C range. I get, it's like I said, it's memorable. It's entertaining. It's got some fun kills. I'd say it's two of the three of those things. Boobs. It's got okay, boobs. three of the four. What thing does it not have? Memorable. Just because you have short term memory disorder, Chrissy, <laughs> doesn't mean you have to voice your. I can give you every line of Jerry Maguire, okay? Memory. Every line. At us. All right. So, <laughs> other than murdering 28 people, which is like the record for Friday the 13th movies, which is pretty impressive. Um, this is the first one to rely on digital effects for death and gore shots. Jo- so, Voorhees' eyes never blink when they are shown. That's bizarre. He's like too hardcore for blinking. Evidently. Jason doesn't blink. Are you kidding? No wonder you were like, his eyes have changed. I mean, but seriously, they did. Like, I'm not crazy. You're looking into Jason's I'm eyes. Not crazy. He actually has some beautiful eyes. Um, I won't go that far. <laughs> the virtual 80s scene, which is the one with the two topless chicks, 
was originally meant to be much more detailed, including a number of topless women playing volleyball. Oh, boy. <laughs> One idea even included the appearance of Pamela Voorhees, Jason's mother. Oh, I hope she wasn't playing topless volleyball. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> and it even went so far as to have Jason attack her, showing the extent of just how evil he had become. The latter idea was dropped. Well, you know. Uber Jason. Win some, you lose some. Uber Jason. I love in that scene where he like realizes that these topless women are, you know, basically lambs to the slaughter and he's like really confused. <laughs> you can see it in his eyes. He's like, what is What, what the is, hell is the this? What the fuck is this? Um, because the director wanted the acting in the film to blow every other Friday movie out of the water, the associate producer videotaped the rehearsals on a camcorder for him, who would then view them afterward to get ideas from seeing his characters in action. Well, okay. They did rehearsal for a month on this movie. It's very method of him. Yeah. What else you got? That's pretty much it. All right. Jason X, Jason 10. I feel like we've officially talked Uber more Jason. about Jason X slash Uber slash 10 more than anybody else. Anyone ever about this yep, movie? Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, would With you recommend authority. it? No. No? No. If you like Jason? I mean, well, I'm not I'm not an authority on people who like Jason. I've seen like one or two of them barely. So you're more them. in the Freddy camp than Jason. I'm not in either camp. You've seen you've seen so you've seen Freddy, Jason, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser, Phantasm. I have not seen Hellraiser. You have seen Hellraiser, Chrissy. We watched it for this podcast. No, we didn't. The Cinnabon crew, you remember? It was Hellraiser, like the main guy who had like the, the pins, pinheads, yeah, and then he had like his crew of underlings, and they were called the Cinnabites. But you were like, it sounds yeah, like they work at Cinnabon. The Cinnabon. And then we started talking about like if the, oh, you're right, we did see <laughs> if that. the Cinnabites were behind the counter at Cinnabon. <laughs> would you buy a Cinnabon from well, them? I think that I'm in the Cinnabon camp, and I think we said if the Cinnabons look really good, which often you walk by, they do. You can't, you just can't not buy one. I'm in the Kathy Bates misery camp. <laughs> like that's the camp I'm in as far as horror goes. Like anything that's like thriller. I knew, I knew exactly horror. how to get you back. I'm like, Chrissy, we watched this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess now we need to watch uh, Hellraiser in space for. Clearly. I would watch it next you, Halloween. We're on it. <laughs> next. We have to wait that long. Well. So what was the second movie we watched, Chris? Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 1997, IMDb Logline, a rescue crew investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black hole and is now returned with someone or something new on board. True. What did you think, Chris? I liked it. Although I was very confused by it and there are so many plot holes I could fall into them. Really? Yeah. Like what? Um. Okay. <laughs> So, oh, or we can get to the lighter, whatever. Yeah, or that. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, and and yet I liked it. There was something about I. I can't qualify why I like this one because if I were to quant- that's going to be a problem. Well, let me explain. Because if I were to quantify all the reasons why I shouldn't like it and why it's not a good movie, they mm-hmm. like those come easily and fruitfully to me. So the why the qualifiable thing is just more of a je ne sais quoi. Like I don't know. I just know that I enjoyed it. And I can't tell you why. Other than I too like space. <laughs> so maybe that has something to do with it. So I like this movie. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. I also like space. See? 
And that's why we're like, okay, so we like this movie. It's like the bar is like lower for space movies. Like, okay, you got space. that You got that bump up right there. Mm-hmm. What else are you doing in space? You are floating. You're fixing shit. You are <laughs> and, going from so one in, thing to another so in, thing. In this movie, so basically, if no one's seen Event Horizon, number one, don't listen to us talk about it. Like, go watch Bad idea. Event Just Horizon. Watch it. I would watch both of these movies. I would recommend both these movies, but especially Event Horizon because there weren't, you know, a dozen Event Horizons. There was no, I would recommend seeing this for sure, just as a one off. But basically, it's one of those movies where uh, a ship has gone missing. We need to ship, we need to send another ship to go look for that ship. Not just a ship, but a ship the size of an effing city. Like, pretty impressive. It's like the size of a city block that got lost somewhere around Neptune. Nobody has any idea where it is except for the fact that the government lines and it got blown up. It's like, we lost California. Basically. Where did it go? And then somebody came forward and said, nope, Let, California got blown up. And everyone went, oh, okay. Let's send Rhode Island to find California. Yes. It's missing. Yes. The California of spaceships. But yeah, very impressive to look at. Very scary. Not one of these space movies where there's lots of lightning and thunder. Like, Yes. Does that I happen that a lot too. in space? Nope, I don't think so. And yet it happened a lot in this movie. No lightning and thunder in space? I mean, maybe a little bit, but... Towards Neptune, I, f- I felt like it should have just been cold. The is whole there, thing. Is there a space weather channel? How would you know that I it's don't know. coming? But I had a lot hard time with logic leaps in general in this movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like that one time when the airlock um, got... Okay, so basically there's a scene later in the movie where the windshield gets blown up. Um, in one Which of is the, the worst on a spaceship. I mean, that's not something you want. And everybody who was in the inside like Bay Area is not in a, in a space suit. They're just hanging out. Now... I've seen the George Clooney and Sandra Bullock movie. What's this? What's it called? Um, Interstellar? Gravity. Gravity. Thank you. I've seen Gravity. I know what happens. Interstellar is another different space movie. You're right. It is. More sad. Yeah, you're right. But I've seen what happens when a screen or something gets blown in. Instantaneously, everybody dies. Like, there's no fighting for your life. There's nothing like that. It's like like the girl in Jason X. She, you know, they're like, all holding on to things yes. being sucked out into space. Right. And she gets sucked out through like a grate that's like this big and gets right. shredded like some basically mince meat. But if gravity has taught me anything, it has taught me that it takes a millisecond of the you myth to bu- lose. Are you myth busting this? Yes. To you to, to lose the, the pressurization or oxygen for basically your face to be blown off. Do you just like implode? I, I mean, do you remember people's whole faces were off in gravity? It was like an implosion of where their facial cavity would be. Well, that's still a movie. That's not a documentary. I feel like it's somehow more accurate than this. Well, definitely more accurate than this. Right. So to watch them, I'll be like, oh, no, we're hanging on. Like, we're just in a big old hurricane. This was a documentary, for Christ's sake. Yeah. We're in a big old hurricane and like, you know, regular clothes. And I know it's Neptune, so it's like 700 degrees below zero. But we all right. We're going to be all right. Well, at least the people in this movie dressed a lot more responsibly than the ones in Jason X. I mean, that's true. There's no comparison. So, plus one in the costuming category. You win, Event Horizon. No, I mean, I think I have the same, like, I, I, I like I said, I like this movie a lot. I guess the same pro- you probably have the same problem with me is there's like, you know that there's something else there. Yes. And like you're trying to connect all the tissue yourself. Basically, I think this is one of those one of those movies where they had to cut like 20, 30 minutes off of it. And I feel like that was to its detriment. Yeah? Yes. And apparently it was like a lot of like the more gruesome stuff. Oh, maybe not. Which this... 
<laughs> Chrissy, on. lover of gore. Mm. Did you like the gore in this movie? Well, it was it was interesting. When that guy was like flayed up. Hanging up by hooks by his skin with entrails hanging on the on the path below. Yeah, that, that, that was that was something. It was artistic. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what for me, this is a little bit like two girls, one cup. Like <laughs> Is it? Whoa. (laughs) Hold on. There's a reason why I said that. Get that explicit rating out. So we haven't dropped the F bomb enough. Tell us about Two Girls One Cup. So once upon a time, Justin, film me watching Two Girls One Cup and it's on YouTube somewhere if you want to find that Easter egg. But anyway. I don't think it is. So yeah, it was. So in order to avoid being totally grossed out, my brain automatically goes into logic leaps just because it's my way of, I think, self-preservation and protection. So we watched Two Girls, One Cup, and instead of watching the quote-unquote action on screen, I got caught up in like reading all of the stupid shit on the sides and like around the sides of like what was happening. And I'm like, no, this isn't real. Look, I'm reading. I'm reading what's happening because I refused to watch. My eyes couldn't take it. So as far as this movie is concerned, similar sort of mentality in that because it's so gruesome, I can't take it. I mentally have to go to a place where I start calling out its logic bullshit. And I'm like, but that wouldn't really work because he didn't have enough time to hang him up by his skin. He was only there for like five seconds. Like that wasn't enough time to physically hang somebody up and like gut them. So I, that's how the only way I can not get caught up in the gore. That's it. This involves like hell demons, Chrissy. Like there's no, no logic. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh man. Um, prime reason I think to uh, to love this movie is uh, Sam Neill's performance. Yeah, as the doctor, as Doctor Shady. Yeah, Doctor Shady McShade Shade. Like, Mm-mm. he's like shady off the start. He is shady at the start, and he gets shadier with like every the, second. If this was the thing, he would on. be instantly tied to the chair, like at the beginning, because oh, you're right. He's like in this movie, he plays this doctor who was the one who designed the ship, the, mm-hmm. the huge. He's the Thomas Andrews of the, the huge spaceship. ship, the extremely creepy gyrosphere death room thing. But it's okay; it's not active. Well, no, that's like, he was. He was like an apologist for the ship. He's like, oh everything's cool like everything's great <laughs> things are going great like top notch while me like people are getting murdered everywhere right i don't know what happened to the old crew but isn't this ship great yeah. it's really great look at these windows <laughs> dink, dink, dink. like it almost like what do you think of my gyroscope it's not on i can't do anything but isn't it cool looking uh I think this is this. They explain so they explain the the whole thing is they um, go to this other ship and realize that they've built this um, like a star, an evil Stargate like black hole portal to basically a, another dimension, a hellish dimension, basically. right? Although and the way they explain the it is kind of like they in Interstellar with like the you know you bend the the, the bend paper time. yeah and then you poke it through and it's like I really enjoy that though because as a layman when when they said that I was like all right I'm on board I could see how this works it's no longer on a plane it's basically like hey these two points could be at any given point because you can fold space okay but then so they're like all of that like oh and you're like oh I understand this and then in a scene like 10 minutes later they find a tape from the previous crew they're like distress cool. signal and they're like getting like fucked by demons in their like ears and blood really and scary gushing, tape. 
you know, nasty things. That's a really scary tape. All you hear is like, Wash, I know. And Stuff then, like that stick with you, man. I know. And then in Latin, they're trying to translate it for a long time of whether it says, um, save me. And then it turns out later on, it says, save yourself. I have to say, when save, that happened, I was save like, "Save me some pizza." I was like, "Oh shit!" I kind of felt like the way I did in Twilight Zone and To Serve Man, where like it's a cookbook. I'm like, "It is. It's a double entendre." Yes, <laughs> totally, just like that. I know. Um, but yeah, I just love uh, Sam Neill's character and how he like quickly goes from shady to fucking like insane crazy Michael Jackson <laughs> Michael Jackson <laughs> what I don't know where why. did that come from <laughs> <laughs> did he well well not, okay so <laughs> let's not go there no, I went here's where I went I went insane talented crazy off the wall hey that was an album <gasps> Michael Jackson I just always think of the scene where <laughs> he's got like cuts all across oh, his face. Oh, wow. That's a freaky his scene. Eye, like his eyes have been gouged out. <laughs> like there are a lot of people without their eyes in this movie. And that's yeah. a real like trigger for me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm like, there are a lot of people without eyes in this movie. This is freaking me out. But they have this whole scene where they're talking to him. And the whole time you're just like, he does not look good. <laughs> nope. Like, Nope. This is his worst look. With the blood going down. And then he has a Jack Nicholson sort of face because he has the smile and he's like, hey guys, has anybody seen the centrifugal force in the middle of the ship? Because it's going to take us to hell. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other people are like, hey man, your your face, your, your, um, your face. Um, you have a little something right, right here. You got something like, like in this. And here. In this region. And, and over here. And, and, and he's uh, like, man, where we're going, I don't need eyes. And you're like, well, you might need some like you might face, need something, face, like some plastic surgery <laughs> or something, right? Like just to feel good about yourself when you. It's pretty funny when you look in the mirror, and you're right. <laughs> so yeah, his his whole Jekyll hiding over the movie is pretty hilarious. Is this a well? And then on the other movie, side, the you way? have like not Larry. Lawrence Fishburne just like holding up the the straight man like captain of the crew basically. Lawrence Fishburne pre red pill blue pill fame. Yeah, this was like a precursor to that. Was it? In a way, was this his like sci fi like I won't let my people like alone or by themselves to fend for themselves. They they needed Neo on this. Holy on this shit! Ship. They needed Neo. Can you imagine? Things he walks went in. quickly downhill. Yo. He's like, whoa. And then he's like, let me bend some spoons, man. <laughs> they absolutely. Now we need, we had, we had, um, what's it called? Jason Uber. Now we need like Neo in space. Yeah. Who would you think if it was like Jason Uber versus like Sam Neil Ghostship? Like, how would that shake out? He, I think Jason X would be instantly like, fl- evis- like eviscerated. Uh, like, you know, like the Play-Doh know. thing where you put it in like it's spaghetti? Yes. That would be him. He would be like <laughs> instantly Play-Doh spaghetti. I'm torn. Well, on one hand, I think you're right, but mainly because it seemed like the ship exploited whatever weaknesses everybody had by... <gasps> what? So, what was Uber Jason's 
weakness. Well, talking about like things that have traumatized them. And obviously something along the way has traumatized uh, Jason to the point that he's a mass murderer. So they would probably go back nope. up. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Nope? Oh, okay. Well. Nope. Straight edge. They would figure it out. Straight edge. Nope. They'd figure it away. <laughs> I'm telling you. There had to be a reason. Well, he did drown. So. There's that. That must have been painful. That came up in, uh, I guess it was Freddy versus Jason though. Like he was really scared of his. Well, that must have been it then. That's, I mean, that's enough. Clearly. But he was in space, so. Yeah, true. <laughs> but we digress. What else? What else about Event Horizon? Man. Um, nice to see women and people of Jolie color in position of power. Positions of power, I should say. Positions of power? Yes. I was like, look at this. We have a melting pot of a team. Way to go, <laughs> Event Horizon. Way to go. <laughs> Good. How do you, how much do you think this movie um what was made for first? Twenty five oh made for? Yeah. Uh Budget. fifteen million. I don't know if this is right, but estimated sixty million. Sixty or sixteen? Sixty, six zero, and oh. went on to gross twenty six million. Damn, Daniel. Um twenty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so a little higher than the previous one, but not like gratuitously higher. No. Okay. I can be on board with those numbers. I understand them. So what did Roger Ebert say? He gave this movie two out of four stars stating the script creates a sense of foreboding and afterboding, but no actual boating. Let that sink in. I am. And this other Washington Post critic said, if you want to have that event horizon experience without spending the seven bucks try this instead put a bucket on your head have a loved one beat on it vigorously with a winch for a wrench sorry for a hundred minutes <laughs> or a same, wench. same difference and think of the gas you'll save uh you know i was on board when it Bing was a bong. wench he's got jokes <laughs> but um, what about um are we gonna get our our good old what's his face what what's his face who's what's his face that guy you're all about malton what your opinion is What's the malt say? Uh, in, in tw- he gives it two stars. In 2047, a rescue mission is launched to blah, 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 blah. Well-acted movie begins promisingly but becomes increasingly unlikely. Offers no explanation for the strange events. Yes. That- Some intense horror scenes. And that, and that was my biggest problem with the whole thing, that it offered he no explanation. More, he was looking like you with a logical eye. like. And I have a hard time, see? I'm, thank you, Maltz. I'm with you. But I still enjoyed it. No? Uh, this goes back to my original point. People I with can no quantify eyes, why I, I didn't, but... Uh, you know, uh, suicide in the bathtub scenes. Uh, yeah. Demons having some kind of gratuitous, hellish orgy... Right. Men flayed about. <laughs> Men flayed skin. about. Yeah, that's the thing. The, the the dumbest guy on board is named Justin. I know, right? And every time they said it, I was like, hey, Justin. Ha, 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 ha. I was like, man. Oh, man. Right? Why do I got to be dumb? I mean, come on. My name is Chrissy. Do you know how many dumb girls are named Chrissy out there? Well, you did get the beginning scene in Jaws. so True. And I also get Chrissy Snow. So, you know, hey, it's worth it. Anyway. Um, so what else? This movie is just a clusterfuck. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's just a clusterfuck of 
uh, I don't know, hitting us over the head of uh, mythology and good versus evil and crossing through to the other side and what happens when you come back and how changed you are. And um, You have to admit, the gyrosphere does look pretty funky. Uh, it does look pretty cool. Even by 2001 standards, right? Is that what My question is... Yeah. Did they like build the gyrosphere and then, then <laughs> like the planning of this room? Because they had the gyrosphere in the middle, right? But then on the walls, they had like these big spikes and shit. They did. Were those like preventative measures, like from the start, or that they, they, they like used the gyrosphere and then they're like, well, we might need some spikes around this room. Just, 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 just FYI. Just, uh, I don't know. That's a really good question, though. I haven't thought about it that far. <laughs> That's what I think about. Of course. I'm like, okay. The purpose of this room, room is dot, 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 question mark. And then would you, you know, if, would you touch the, the gooey portal thing? No, of course not. That would be a huge error in judgment, Justin. Yeah. And by that, I'm also talking to the Justin in the movie who does the same thing and then dies. Would you be comfortable enough that are like, there's multiple bombs just strategically placed about the ship uh, yeah probably not no no it's, it sounds like a bad idea and, and yet i understand what they were going for and why it was helpful towards the end but still no probably not okay would you like to hear some trivia sure real quick yes um So this kind of uh, points to a reason why it had some trouble. The release date had already been set, and the director agreed to it, despite that the deadline meant that the post-production period was severely reduced. So on the commentary, he, Paul Anderson, not Paul Thomas Anderson, Paul Anderson, cites this as the main cause for many troubles faced during production, and especially when he had to make decisions on the final cut. So it sounds like they had like a shortened schedule right to meet a release Truncated. date and that kind of but the initial cut ran 130 minutes and was quite graphically violent so much so that both test audiences in the studio balked at the fi- the finished product paramount ordered him to cut the film by 30 minutes and tone down some of the violence a decision he now regrets <clears throat> so it sounds like one of those situations where i don't know maybe they didn't know exactly how gratuitous and and crazy he was going until they saw is that possible i mean sure 30 minutes what's a lot that's a big chunk of change time wise true and i mean if if this all is true it seems like it kind of uh muddled the narrative a bit i mean it's kind of like superman v uh, batman v superman true that whole thing but to be fair this entire movie was one long muddled narrative to use your words oh so you're like what like whatevs yes at the end of the day whatevs that is exactly it thank you for that's what i was trying to say this whole time but yes that's it this might be a problem oh the if this is true the rotational shot of the space station over earth took nearly a third of the film's budget what dude you do that with some models right Uh, if they're saying anybody use real models anymore there's no way that that they used models and it was $20 million. I mean, holy shit. That's paramount. That's where you should have kind of uh, used your thumb a little bit. Right. Um, 
keep all the gratuitous, uh, you know, hellion f- butt fucking in. But <laughs> uh, yeah, use a, use a couple models for that. Uh, if it is true again, um, if 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 space shoots worn by the actors weighed sixty five pounds each. Wow. Lawrence Fisher Fishburne named his Doris. Due to the weight, standing upright in them for longer periods could lead to back injury, but sitting down was not possible either due to the backpack. Special hanging poles were constructed on the set so the actors could rest on them between takes. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy, actually. I would ha- you would hate that. 65 pounds <laughs> on you? Yeah, no. And you couldn't like properly sit down? I would not be a fan. I'd be like, get this fucking thing off of we're me. Sending, Chrissy, we're what? signing you up for Event Horizon 2. Ooh. Just imagine it. Up. I can't wait. Just about, imagine it. Can we just have like, Event Horizon? Is it still Horizon? there? Is the gyrosphere still there? You know what it I want? might be cryogenically you know what I frozen. Want? I want Event Horizon Space Summer Camp. Space? I was about to say Event Horizon. No, Jason 13 Event Horizon 2. Like Summer cross camp? the streams. Let's combine these franchises. Let's make this happen. Oh, I mean, you could. Jason versus whatever's coming out of this black goo gyrosphere <laughs> thing. Just, then he just has to stand there at the multiple, end of the gyrosphere. Multiple U- Jason Ubers versus oh whatever's coming out of the gyrosphere. I have a feeling the Jasons win. I'd you be do? surprised if not. We were just talking about if it was one Jason, how he'd lose. But if if it's multiple I mean, Jason if, Ubers. Yeah, again, this is like Mr. Smith. And we're talking back to um, the Matrix. And he's like a ton of Mr. Smiths versus one Neo. But think of like there's an infinite possibility of things that could come out of that. This It, it could almost be like Cabin in the Woods. Like That's true. Crazy That's stuff. Like crazy stuff. Good point. Monstrous Uber Jasons. I don't know. <laughs> Um, crazy dragon like hail monsters and stuff again possible i want to see this what our idea for a sequel okay a combined sequel of these two things um what else you got i don't know man this whole movie is just so crazy give me a final grade sure i was gonna say i'll give you a final crazy sauce grade um, being that I gave the other movie a C minus D plus, I feel confident in giving this a C to C minus. So it's a notch above the other movie in terms of my overall enjoyment, but there's so many plot holes and so many scientific logic leaps that you just kind of have to keep on board and be like, well, okay, or whatever in order to enjoy and keep going. Question for you. At what point, if you were on this Lewis and Clark mission, at what point would you be like, hey, we might need to turn around. We might not need to go. I mean, like, are we implying before we even find the event horizon that that's a possibility? Yeah. I mean, they started getting kind of like weird. <laughs> Again, Sam Neill was like super shady, Mc, Dr. McShaderson. Right. We should really go there. Like, I don't this really is know. Be awesome. I don't know. I feel like I would have figured it out before actually even going on the mission. I would have been like, no, this sounds like crazy sauce. And you I wouldn't don't be one of those persons like people are being eviscerated and you're like, eh, bad day. Yeah. No, you know, it just wasn't a good day. It happens to all of us. He must have slipped. Clearly. Slipped on something. So wait, what was your final grade? Uh, a C to a C minus. A C plus probably for me. Okay. You're like one grade ahead of me no matter which movie we're talking about. Simpatico. <laughs> so the infamous bloody orgy video was, was longer. Parts which are still in C, like one of the crew members sticking his fingers deep into another one's eyes. 
and a female crew member sodomizing male crew member with an iron pipe were even more violent in the original version of the scene. Gross. There was also lots more shots of crew naked and covered in blood having violent sex and raping and eating each other. Ew. More graphic versions seen where a man pulls his intestines out of his mouth. Oh, my God. One crew member is held and stabbed in the back of the head with a spike and part of his mouth and teeth drop out. Oh, my God. This keeps going. Find this online. This is crazy. No, I can't. They hired real-life amputees for special effects. No, I'm good. Oh, my God. Art imitating life, and then we're done. This is real. Porn actors were hired to make the sex and rape scenes more graphic. Ew. Is this no. a real thing? I, no. I, anybody can put that on IMDb. Not possible. Oh, man. I wonder if this is one of the ones where it was like, 31 out of 31 found helpful. <laughs> like, Maybe. You're, you're doing some event horizon book report and like, I can't wait to put this in my book oh report. My God, about the kids are totally into the really, event horizon the, book the report. The worst bloody orgy scene. Gross. <laughs> Wait. So wait, is it something on my face? <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm, you know, I'm not Sam Neil beauty. So then you gave it one grade above me. You were at a, a, a C plus C. Yeah, C plus. Okay, all right, fair enough. Anyway, Jason X. So wait, you liked which one better, Event Horizon? Event Horizon of the two. Yeah. Yes. But, so you would, you would. There's a slim difference in your grade, but you would recommend Event Horizon and not Jason X. Correct. Chrissy, we got some iTunes reviews. You want to read one? Oh my God. Should we be so fortunate? I know. It's amazing. People even listen to us. Thank you so much for doing that. But we really love when people leave iTunes reviews because it means that we uh, val- are validated and <laughs> are awesome. We are. We no, are. it means like some. Th- it's easier to find us on iTunes or something. I don't know. I don't know. Basically, really you're understand. messing with the algorithm. So when you leave us a review, even if it's like, meh, they I, I wouldn't kick them out of bed. Yeah. It, yeah, it makes it so that Which I agree, um, I, we are easier to locate. Kick, kick out of bed. So oh. shout out to Mixtape Montage, who recently wrote, So fun. Awesome podcast by awesome people. Well, I mean, I don't know. But thank you. Love listening to this married couple geek out together filled with great movie info and fun, fun times. Seriously, this couple is too cute. Hashtag relationship goals. Whoa. What? Thanks for that. To what do we owe the pleasure, Mixed Montage? I think that's the uh, Julia. One of the gals at uh, Cutaways. What up, Cutaways Podcast? What up, gals? We like you guys. We love you. Thanks for that. That's awesome. Weird. You like us. You really so, like and then us. we got another one from John over at I think it's the Plot Demands It podcast. Mm-hmm. He says five stars. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I love the tone and feel of the podcast. The chemistry is great and makes for an easy listen with a good sense of humor and knowledgeable hosts. This is a must-have for your pod playlist. I would like to thanks, John. Re- That's so sweet, John. But I would like to rewrite one part, just one part there. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> when you say hey. With the good Don't sense we of write humor. our reviews. They're no, perfect well, in every way. It's pretty good. With a good sense of humor and knowledgeable hosts. I vote that we should probably get rid of one of the S's in there and say with a knowledgeable host. Chrissy, don't put yourself down. You just myth busted some space shit earlier in this episode. You're smart about things i'm smart about other things <laughs> you're smart about together things. we together we voltron to understand more things that's the chemistry aspect john thanks for that review man that's you, awesome john. we appreciate it um so yeah uh what else where can people find us on the interwebs 
Uh, on SoundCloud, on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. Did I say that one? You can't avoid it. Again, iTunes. Yeah. If you leave us a review, we'll give you a Hot shout thing. out. We will, um, you know, uh, sacrifice a small animal in your name. Oh, I don't know about that one. I'm cringing. A, a virtual animal. Like one of those. A Tamagotchi. Tamagotchis. We will sacrifice a Tamagotchi. I will not feed my Tamagotchi. If you for, for a couple days in your name. Yep. He John beeps, said this Tamagotchi John, could die. John, John's fault. <laughs> John's your fault that a Tamagotchi died. But we love you for this review. Thank you so much. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Twitter iTunes, All the Stitcher. social media channels, we're around. Just uh, uh, mainly thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it a lot. Um, Can't wait for next week when we have a special uh, birthday-themed podcast with oh, one and only Kimberly Udolph. Chrissy's birthday's coming Slash up, Barnes. which means one word and one word only. Leo's coming back. <gasps> so uh, if you know Chrissy, you know how that will be. Stay tuned for that. Anyway. Thank you, Peace out. Peace out.